Welcome to Oakwright's podcast, In The Frame, episode 19. This is the podcast where we try and answer all of your questions and all of your thoughts regarding self-build and the ideas that you may have when you're thinking about designing your dream oak frame home. So today I have with me Hugh Franklin. Hugh is our Head of Research and Sustainability. And today we're going to be talking about how sustainable are our houses, and also how sustainable is the production facility, how we produce our houses. Every single metre cubed of timber sequesters 900 kilos, so 0.9 tonnes, of CO2 inside that timber itself. With all of our houses, we'd like to think they're going to be there for three, four, five hundred years, which I think in the realm of sustainability, how much more sustainable can you get than that? We've had recent studies independently done where our building performance is exactly where we're expecting. So we're not saying we're going to give you this perfect warm home and low running costs and then not delivering it. That's something that we've, we've pushed beyond now. So Hugh, your background, you started in the academy at Oakwrights and the academy is where you work your way through each department. So you've spent some time in design, you've been in the machine shop working with the CNC machinery, making the oak frames and cutting all the materials for the panels. Mm -hmm. You've been in the oak framing workshop, making the oak frames. Mm -hmm. You've been in the panel workshop, building the panels, and you've actually been out on site erecting the frame. So you've seen all the different aspects of the country and I think it became apparent that your your enthusiasm is for sustainability, not only in what we're doing now, but for sustainability for the future. Absolutely. So where shall we start? I think it probably makes sense to start from, I guess, the beginning of the process for the timber itself. Maybe talk, maybe look at the forests themselves and, and the trees and, and, and what we're using in the panels and the frame itself. That's, yes, interesting, because it could be sort of counterintuitive there. Is it you think mm -hmm. you, we are harvesting oak trees? Is that sustainable? Well, the age of an oak tree is we cut it down. In an in, in average house we build or, or a cottage, it could be 60 trees within that cottage. Each tree will be between 70, 120 years old. Mm -hmm. And we're expecting our houses to stand for three or 400 years. Mm -hmm. So the natural lifespan of an oak tree may be 200, 300 years but we're actually taking a tree that's 120 years and extended its life up to, well, with the 300 years in the house, 400 years. Mm -hmm. So that is quite sustainable, I would say. And also they're being replanted all the time. Absolutely. Again, um, it's widely regarded now by the building industry in general that timber is the most sustainable mainstream building material you can use. It's, it's beyond doubt now that we have been doing something for the last 20 years that everyone is now finally cottoning onto. The timber we use in our buildings is sustainably managed and from sustainably managed forests, um, of which every single metre cubed of timber sequesters 900 kilos, so 0.9 tonnes of CO2 inside that timber itself. So managed forests produce between 200 and 300% more timber than a, a natural forest or, a, or a, a wild forest, so to speak. And so therefore, we are sequestering between two to three times more timber than we would otherwise be doing. Fantastic. I have a little story to tell there. I was recently over in Normandy at one of the mills who cuts our, our, the, the oak for us. And um, so we had a look around the mill. That was very interesting. And I thought to myself, there's not, not a lot of timber in the yard, really. And uh, the head of the mill said, well, would you like, you know, when we cut our trees, we leave them in the forest. Would you like to come and see the timber as we, as we cut and we bring it down to the mill as we need it? And I said, yeah, I'd love to go and have a look. 
and it was amazing. The forest um, had been bought by the mill owner's wife's family from Josephine, who had received this forest as part of her divorce settlement from Napoleon. Fantastic. So this was 9,000 acres of oak, beech and ash forest. And the, and the amazing thing was what they would do, they would go into a, a 40-acre site uh, or a 40-acre part of the forest. Mm -hmm. They would cut down the, the, the oak within that area. Then they would put up a very tall fence uh, around that 40 acres which would keep out the deer and the mm -hmm. wild boar, which we saw running through the forest while we were there. Absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. They would leave, they would replant, and then leave for 10 years. And after 10 years, they'd lop the side branches off the trees, take the fence down because they considered it to be the trees to be strong enough then to stand up to the wild boar and to the deer, and they would move the fence to another section where they were felling. So rotating around this huge forest in a very sustainable way, replanting all the time and uh, moving on through the forest. So that, that, was, that was a wonderful thing to see. So that is sustainability. So we're talking there sustainability of the product that we're making for our customers but the sustainability in the yard in the operation of manufacture where are we here with our with our workshops and uh, at the present moment and what's happening there well the the great thing is is that oakwrights overall we operate what's considered to be called um, an off-site construction method that means that our panels are assembled in-house at our workshops in herefordshire as well as the frame is test fit and um, checked by also by an additional workshop in Herefordshire. So what that means is, is that um, we are able to ensure that we are not taking any extra elements to site, no wastage on site, everything that we need for our builds is maintained and kept secure, dry and for long term storage and usage out of the elements, which I'm sure anyone who's seen at any of the traditional building sites around the UK looking around in the, in the blistering weather going, gosh, When's that going to be reused? It could be interesting. And then, so that's the actual production of what we're producing for the customer and the, the way the, so what have we got? Where are we with the, the facilities? So our, sustainability. so our facilities, um, we are we have solar panels on our workshop roofs. This means that we're not relying so much on, on a carbon heavy grid. Um, additionally, we're moving towards using electric forklift trucks as well. So no, no smelly diesel, no nothing like that inside the workshops. Um, and addition, so green energy, green energy. So we're the whole producing way uh, electricity from the from the solar panels on the roofs of the workshops. Mm -hmm. We're running a, a electric forklifts throughout the the, the the whole operation now. So that is green energy. Absolutely. Uh, recycling. Yes, very much. So in the next, um, we have now um, we're working towards net zero to landfill. So any pre any products that are reused on site, be that timber, be that our insulation products, be that any materials from our workshops, um, is now no longer going to be going into landfill. So that's a fantastic thing to be able to achieve as a whole company, and something I think everyone can buy into as well. So we have this thing of greenwashing. We're not green. Are we are we greenwashing here? Absolutely. Are not. you greenwashing? I think we put our money where our mouth is. That's for sure. Um, so many people say they're doing green things, but equally the production methods that we use are going towards that net zero goal and equally our buildings are as well we're not promising anyone a certain building warmth or and not achieving that level um, we've had recent studies independently done where our building performance is exactly where we're expecting so we're not saying we're going to give you this perfect warm home and low running costs and then not delivering it that's something that we've we've pushed beyond now so with the facility the other side is the the closed loop or trying to have Virtually nothing going to landfill. Absolutely. Am I correct in saying that? Absolutely. Okay. How are we achieving that? 
So what's going on at the moment is by undertaking our construction and in an off-site way, let's say our insulation products, for example, we're not taking over an overhead amount or oversizing how much insulation we need to take to site and then leaving those products on site to either go into a skip or go into landfill. Instead, we keep all of our products in the workshop and any offcuts that are left from panel production are reused in subsequent panels. So, so that would be offcuts would be used to cut down to add on to other parts of the panel system. Absolutely. And also then on the cellulose insulation, the great thing with that is you just pump it Mm -hmm. It uses exactly what is needed, and then so you're not actually cutting the material. Then are you? You're pumping in the material into the voids of the panels. Absolutely. And then going forward, you're then using the, the, the any any leftover or anything can be re-put back into the blowing machine and can be blown into the next panel. So that's no waste there. The offcuts of timber. Mm -hmm. CNC machinery. So uh, optimizing the use of a timber. So getting as much. Um, or as many pieces out of each section of timber for the panel construction. So that's reducing the offcuts. And then what offcuts we do get when it's right down to the smallest possible piece, we um, we put into bag and, and can be used in, in wood burners, so to heat people's homes. So nothing is going to waste. Absolutely. Additionally, it's worth mentioning that the fact that our cellulose insulation is itself a recycled product. Yes. So that is made from um, paper that would otherwise be be lost or be be thrown away that's 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 um cut down and then remade into an effective and immensely warm option for for for, um, for insulating people's homes so with the with the off cuts of insulation we have because we build quite complicated houses we have lots of different shapes of panel absolutely and on those panels we have lots of odd little shapes of insulation that we need mm -hmm. so by keeping the, by within the within the workshop storing the off cuts we can then select the offcut that fits the panel. Mm -hmm. So we are using the, the all of the insulation, but rather than jigsawing the pieces together, where again, you, your insulation is only as good as the gaps, you're actually using the offcut on awkward shaped panels where that offcut will work within the shape of the panel. Absolutely. So again, avoiding those gaps. Mm -hmm. The great thing about the panel system we operate is a massive reduction in thermal bridging. So the workshop are very, very skilled and they have a, a great understanding. And this is their day to day, basically choosing the perfect piece of insulation to fit that the specific task that they're undertaking right there. So the sustainability there then really is a panel system that is as complete as possible. So you're not only building the panel, we are insulating the panel. It's a closed panel. It has the breather membranes um, applied uh, to the outside of the panel. Mm -hmm. It has the vapor control layer applied to the inside of the panel. It has the counter battens applied to the inside, creating the service void. It has the counter battens or uh, brick ties, brick or, or brick tracks applied externally. So you're sending a panel that's as finished as possible and where possible we put the windows into the panels so for sustainability there you are reducing the time on site you are adding value to what you are transporting so that works um so that is very good it's a quieter site build as well it's fewer road miles you're not having your site crews coming to and from the aim is to have a single a single path from the production facility to site. So all of the lorries carrying our panels and our timber frame again, which is all which is all um, compacted back down, so they're test fit and then and then reorganised to be as compact on the back of the lorries as possible. That means single trips where possible and a faster build time, so less noise, 
less road, fewer road miles. Okay. So finally, then I think really um, I would say regarding sustainability, obviously we have the, the the facility which we want to run as sustainably possible. I think mm -hmm. that is creating electricity, using that electricity to run the uh, machinery on the site, mm -hmm. which is great. Reduce the amount uh, or try and bring it down to zero uh, landfill. The panel systems are as complete as possible as a wall and roof build-up, mm -hmm. giving efficiency on site, meaning less road miles, less time on site, people traveling backwards and forwards to site. So that, that actually adds to sustainability of yet less fuel being used to get to site. And then I suppose the ultimate point of sustainability is how long will the product that we build last? And with all of our houses, we'd like to think they're going to be there for three, four, five hundred years, which I think in the realm of sustainability, how much more sustainable can you get than that? So regarding sustainability, the most sustainable form of construction for houses really is passive house. Mm -hmm. So that is super low energy, cost virtually nothing to, to heat. And we, we took upon ourselves the task of uh, designing and building um, oak framed passive houses, and we have succeeded. It was not easy. And uh, that, that, has, that has been fantastic. Absolutely. It's been a, a big part of what we do is continued development of our product as well. So again, we're always looking for interesting and new things to, to incorporate and to drive um, our homes to be as energy efficient and to be as have as small a carbon footprint as we possibly can. And one of the one of the challenges regarding passive house and super energy efficient homes and airtight homes is the airtightness. And that brings us on to a, a point there that we've been looking at is trying to be able to guarantee to our customers the level of airtightness. So if if our customers are thinking of installing MVHR, mm -hmm. mechanical vent heat and recovery, mm -hmm. um, then we can now have a process where we can guarantee the air tightness of the house of driving it right down to passive and beyond and that is where you've been looking at Hugh and you you have a a, a new adventure to go absolutely upon there absolutely the industry is only now catching up to something that we've been doing for a very long time um and again it's getting to the point now we've decided to take it in-house there's a fantastic new product that we're bringing to market for the uk called aero barrier um, AeroBarrier is the industry's first plug-and-play solution for guaranteeing air tightness results, which has always been a bit of a gremlin for getting your EPCs and your SAPs, your standard assessment procedures. So under normal circumstances, you, uh, you, you tape, you seal your house, you then do your air test, but you do not know. You yeah. do not know whether you're going to be good, bad or ugly mm -hmm. or very good uh, <laughs> until you've done your test. Whereas now... The system allows you to, if I'm correct, say that we can say what what level of air tightness would you like and we can guarantee that. Absolutely. There's no more taping, caulking and praying involved here. At this point, we're able to come in and before the build even begins, we can guarantee you an air tightness level. And that can be measured and it can also be completely bespoke. Again, we discussed going to below Passive House, but again, depending on the system, the MVHR system you're installing or anything else like that, it depends on the nature of the build you're trying to achieve as to how tight you want to be. As you said, sometimes they can seal, they can overseal depending on what's going on. And that creates a whole raft of problems for buildings. We are now bringing into ourselves to say we can give you any level that you want to below any regulation 
existing in the world. That's Passive House, that's British building regulations, and that's... So again, regarding sustainability, that's air leakage through houses. Air leakage is where the energy leaks out, so that's mm-hmm. you're heating the house, the heat is leaking out. That is not sustainable. By having an airtight house, you are holding that heat within the house. Research suggests exactly that... Um, Air leakage or energy leakage accounts for up to 30 to 70% of someone's energy bill. And the the theory here is is that we've now got to a point where our panel system is so insulating that instead of of trying to go for additional every kilowatt generated, why not go for an additional kilowatt saved? So instead of just pumping more heat into the house, being more efficient with the heat we do use. Fantastic. So this was Oakwright's episode 19 of In The Frame, the podcast where we try and answer all of your questions regarding self-build and building your dream oak-framed home. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and please follow us on all forms of social media and if you have any questions, please get in touch. Let us know what you would like to learn about self-build.